I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. The podcast, the only one in the world that answers the one question that everybody wants to know is how are you getting from outside the funnels? You can't even get in. How can you hate from outside the how can you hate from outside the draft? You like what I did there, didn't you? How can you hate from outside the NBA <laughs> draft did. when you can't even get in? <laughs> <laughs> and this is part two. This will be sixteen to thirty. This is like I said. Earlier in part one, this is one of my favorite episodes to do because I learned so much from Jason. Jason really takes a lot of time, puts a lot of effort into these. True. So hopefully hopefully you enjoy this as much as I do. And I, I have a front row seat, so I couldn't be happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's a oh, fact. Man. So go ahead, Jay. Tell me about 16. All right. Number 16 is Ty Ty Washington, point guard from Kentucky, six foot three, six foot eight wingspan. Um this guy is a really good distributor. I mean, he has a really good feel for the game of basketball, really good passer. Um, you know, other than that, he's also a good shot creator. He has a really very, very consistent mid-range pull-up where he gets to the, the elbow and he'll pull up if the, the center's in drop coverage. It's very consistent. It's going to be something that's going to translate to the next level. Um, he does show some flashes of, you know, shot creating for himself, but in a most pure sense of the word he plays the point guard position very pure in a sense of he's not gonna ever be a guy that's gonna average more than 22 points per game but what he is gonna bring to the basketball for is being very efficient like he he may not be like really flashy with the step back threes or like have all these moves but he comes around on screen and he can p- hit the dribble pull up on three if the the bigs down you know what i mean or you know he does have enough in the bag to, sh- to shot great for himself he kind of moves at a slower pace that is his pace but he controls the pace and um he makes the defender play at his pace he's a really high basketball iq and he's just gonna be a smooth operator man he's he's gonna be one of those guys that's just a very consistent 16 and 8 16 and 7 that's going to be a really good point guard. That's what I think he can be. I just don't view him as ever becoming a superstar. You know, I don't think anybody else really does. He's usually around this range. Um, so, yeah, I have Ty Ty Washington here. Well, he's also from Kentucky, too. That's yep. kind, of a storied, uh, kind of a storied program where they normally, mm-hmm. you know, they only put really good talent, you know, into the draft. Yeah, I um, think he had one crazy game where he had like 17 assists or something like that. 
Oh, so he's a he's yeah. a pure facilitator. Okay, that's good. Yeah, he's, he's he really can read the floor. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, for last season, because he only played well in total his career, I'd say it that way, because he only played thirty one games because he's entering the draft, so he probably won't come back for his season. I mean, for the next season, but just mm-hmm. it's one and done. So yeah. twelve point five points, three point five rebounds, and three point nine assists. Pretty yeah. solid player. He's he's like yeah in the middle. Yeah, I mean he he's one of those guys that doesn't have over anything like glaring weaknesses at the point guard position that makes me say wow that's a terrible thing to have. Like yeah. you know he's not six foot or five foot eleven. That's pretty terrible to have. It's mm-hmm. it can't sh- he it's not like he can't shoot three point shots. That'd be pretty terrible to have. Like he has all the traits. It's just he doesn't have anything amazing about him. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe. It. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to number 17, which is one of the more one-sided players in the draft where one side of the basketball is way better than what he does on the other side. His name's Jeremy Sean from Baylor, six foot nine, um, and he's a good rebounder. He's not an amazing three-point shooter. I think he shoots around 30%. Um, you know, that's something he's going to work on to be able to do at the next level. He's a, a very much above average passer. Not a great passer yet, but a very much above average passer at the power forward position, um, which is where his intrigue will lie offensively. Um, he'll probably just be a rebounder, a screen setter, um, a passer, all those type of things. And you might be saying to yourself, Jason, why is this guy going in the draft? Well, the reason why this guy is going in the draft is he's the best defender in the draft. He is special. He is in the Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley realm for defenders that I've seen coming out of the NBA out of the draft. It is Draymond Green-ish. Legitimately. I've seen him switch one through five. His movement skills are ridiculous. His lateral movement skills are ridiculous. He might not have the computer of a brain defensively like Draymond Green does, but he's just similar in the fact of where he just He's a one-man defense. He really is. His his movement skills, his ability to pick up everybody, his, it's special. It really is. He has also a really good feel for defense, understands timing, when to jump, when not to jump. It's just a special, special defender. And six foot nine, that's the perfect height for the power forward position. You know, there's a lot of teams that are in the late 18 to 20 that are teams trying to be in the playoffs that he's going to fit perfectly on like the minnesota timberwolves have a pick in this range they would love him like uh, this is a guy that just defensive gifts is just oozing out of his body that's jeremy shaw hmm. he also won six man of the year this season big 12 for the big 12 and he made the yeah. all freshman team yeah That's pretty cool yeah um so he only played 30 games Mm-hmm. So nine point two points, six point four rebounds, yeah. and one point eight assists. That's another doesn't solid do player. Much. Just yeah, solid. it does. Yeah, I mean, I name me power forwards that can pick somebody up full court press that I've seen do that before. It's yeah. a very short list because eh, I they they were down down a, a little bit in the March Madness, and I watched them try to make a comeback, and he was like everywhere on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, um, and then, are you ready to trans transition to the next guy? Yeah. 
Number 18 is Dyson Daniels. Now, a lot of people have him really high. Um, he played in the G League uh, last year. So um, he's also originally from Australia, which is an interesting um, um, storyline for the going coming to the G League. Six foot eleven, six foot uh, six foot seven, six foot eleven wingspan. So he's really big point guard. Um, so this guy can finish around the rim. Has a really good touch for finishing around the rim. Um, he's also a really good passer. Now I wouldn't say he's the best passer in the draft, but I would say that he has the best. Um, maybe he doesn't have the highest basketball IQ, but he has the most gifts passing wise, I guess is what I'm trying to say where like he can make passes that nobody else can make where it's full court passes and it's on the money. Like, you know what I mean? Like the flashy passes that you go, Ooh, and ah with, he has those in his back. Now he may not be like a great basketball IQ dissector of defenses, something like that. No, he's not really that kind of guy. You know, he's like a CP three or something like that, but he is very much a gifted passer and just like passing as an, as an ability. Um, he's So he's going to be really good at the point guard position. I wouldn't be um, surprised if some people want to compare him to Josh Giddy. I think Josh Giddy's a little bit better, but I don't think that's too terrible a comparison. Um, his negative is shooting, though. The guy shoots 25% from the three-point line. And that scares me a lot. So, you know, th at the point guard position, I really value that three-point shooting. Because if you don't have it, you better have ridiculously elite traits. You know, he has elite traits in size. He doesn't have elite traits in athleticism. Like, he is yeah. just not... He's an average athlete, if I had to be completely blunt with you. But, you know, if he gets to the wrong situation where they don't have a spot at, open at point guard... This is a guy that could bust because he's not getting the right minutes at the right spots. Because if somebody's like, oh, he's going to be our two guard, it's just going to not work. He needs yeah. to have the ball in his hands, and he needs to have the team with the vision to put the balls in his hands and to utilize them. Um, so fit's going to really matter for him. You know what I mean? Washington, New Orleans, places that really need point guards. You know, he might get drafted a little higher than where he's at because of need and, you know, some, some teams in the lottery really need point guards. So, um, yeah, that's that's my take on Dyson Daniels. Mm. He's Because he's from the G League, he, there's no um, stats for him. Oh, that you could find? Yeah. Yeah. I was able to find some a while back, and I just know off the top of my head it's 25% from the three-point line. Actually, notes in my notes. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Daniels. Yeah, it's a really fun name, though. Yeah, DD. <laughs> oh, that's another bad joke. That could be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Double D. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's exactly where I was going to. <laughs> oh, the mind of a male. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, number 19 here is Christian Coloco from Arizona, Jr. This guy is seven foot with a seven foot five wingspan. Really nice. Um, now, he's not as bulky as a Mark Williams, but he is definitely uh, built kind of like Clint Capella, where it's slender ripped. Um, mm -hmm. What I would say about this guy is. 
yes, he can shot block at the rim. Yeah, I mean, he's a very good athlete. He's one of the better athletes at the center position. Um, he has a really good feel for being a role man and where to be to catch lobs and where to put pressure on the defense and a good screener. He's experienced. Um, but where I really, really like him more than a lot of people is I believe he can switch. I believe he has really good lateral f- quickness and fluidity in his hips. And I really feel like a defensive center, because it's important today, man. Like, we live in the league where if your center can't move and he gets exposed, there's a gazillion guards in the NBA that can expose him. We have a list of probably 64 guys that can expose him. Even a guy like Jalen Brunson, who may be a bench guy, can expose a guy that just can't move. So... You know, it, it's it's integral, and because of those values, I really view him as extremely valuable because this guy can have a 10-year career just because of out of defense of brilliance, rebounding and screen setting and being a lob threat. He doesn't really have any skill other than that, but he does all those things at elite level. He's polished. He's a junior coming out of college. He's 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 uh, really understands his role, and I, I really feel like Christian Coloco is a little underrated. Hmm. I can see that. He well, he had the most improved player of the Pac-12. He was also defensive player of the year. Yeah. He was on the all defensive team. Mm-hmm. Um I think this was like his second C second year in college, maybe. Because it says for his career he played ninety one games, so thirty seven games this probably three. Probably maybe third three. Year. Yeah. Maybe my, he, my he didn't st- play as many games. Yeah, my my note said he pl- was a junior. It was a junior? Okay. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense. So 12.6 points, 7.3 rebounds, and 1.4 assists just this season. And for his career, mm-hmm. he averaged 7.3 points, 5.1 rebounds, and 0.7 assists. Yeah. That's good stats. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah. All right. You ready to – I'm about to go ahead and move forward to the next guy. Okay. Um, the next one is Kennedy Chandler from Tennessee point guard at number 20. Uh, he's a freshman. This this guy has really great quicks. Really, really just laterally like gifted. He's more of a gifted quick than like extremely fast guy, but that's really going to help him coming off of screens, running off ball, you know, exposing pick and rolls, those type of things. Um, he can really finish around the rim with... Um, Finesse, finesse, definitely has finesse around the rim. Uh, his six foot five wingspan, <laughs> yeah, exactly like Chris Mahavit. Six foot five wingspan, you know, six foot body that really is going to help him. I was really worried that he's going to be five foot ten or five foot eleven. He looks way smaller on a TV screen, um, yeah. so that's originally scared me a little bit. He was originally a little lower. Um, really good passer, really, really good passer, like really, really good, like. If we had to give passing a 2K grade, I'd give him an 88 for a rookie, for an NBA draftee. Like, it, it's out of 100. So, you know, he has a really good feel for that. And he could shoot the, the lights out the ball. Like, he can really shoot the three-point shot. Now, it's not like he's shooting, 
you know, tough contested threes. No, but when it's open, it's going down most of the time. Like, it, he reminds me a lot of Patty Mills. Patty Mills mm-hmm. has been a really good rotational point guard for a long time. He's not like an overly gifted athlete or an overly gifted shot creator for himself, but he's a very good, solid point guard. Fifth, he's probably faked 15 years in the NBA. That's a great career. Um, so that's the way I view Kennedy Chandler. I really think that, you know, teams looking for a point guard position, I, I would I would really – this is a good, good point guard to have on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Candy Chandler. Well, he was the MVP of his conference, I think, or the tourney. Tourney. Um, played SEC 34 tourney. games. Yeah, the SEC mm-hmm. tourney. Um, he played 34 games in his entire career, and in those games he averaged 13.9 points, 3.2 mm-hmm. rebounds, and 4.7 assists. Yeah. Yeah. Really passed the basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that's number twenty right there. Right All right, on. number twenty one is Jalen Williams from Arkansas, six foot ten with a seven foot one wingspan. Now a lot of people have him early second round. I'm a little higher on him because of versatility. Um, the versatility that I love about him is. You know, he's kind of like some other guys that are on this list where, yeah, he can rebound the basketball. Yeah, he can set screens. Yeah, he can be a lob threat. Now, he does attempt more three-point shots than some guys that are on the list. So there is potential for that moving forward, but I just don't think he had a really good percentage at that. Uh, But he's a pretty decent free-throw shooter. But the reason why I really like him is defensively. Because at 6'10", he is a gifted mover laterally and vertically like very very gifted and sometimes you know that can be intriguing to a certain extent where it's like eh, how good is this really gonna be well the thing i really like about him he has really good basketball iq like he really understands defense you know what i mean he just seems like he's always at the right place at the right time he's that kind of guy he also has the He's by far the best player at X at this draft, and that's drawing charges. I mean, it's Anderson Vera's out-ish, where he is gifted at drawing charges. So that's going to really impact people at the rim. And the reason why I love him so much is, if you want to have a small ball center, <laughs> hello, sign me up, okay? This guy is, like, before the Dallas Mavericks made their trade to get Christian Wood, this mm-hmm. is the guy that I was, like, I in my mock draft, I really would try to get to him, the Dallas Mavericks, because the fit would be seamless, right? So he, in the West, he's in, you know, if you have a power forward, you know what I mean? position open it's not going to be that bad because he's still going to guard five one through five because if you have him on your team and he's in power four position he's going to be guarding one through five he's going to be able to be a good screen setter he's going to be really athletic and smooth mm-hmm. and so because of his versatility of being that and another thing is a guys in this range aren't usually going to be starters right away and what i love about his versatility as well is he could be your backup power forward and center at the same time that's where things get interesting, where he can be so many different things that, you know, it depends on your scheme. But I would I would love a guy like this if I'm playing small ball. Like, this, this, is, this is a dream come true for a small ball center. You know what I mean? And uh, it's going to depend on fit. 
And but th- there's a lot of teams in this range that are needing of defensively gifted guys, and he's one of those guys. It's it's top five defender in the draft class. He'd probably be three through five. So you know, Jalen mm. Williams is because also he can put the ball on the ground. He can dribble the ball and f- drive to the rim and finish. Now he doesn't do it a ton, but it's it's a skill that's there. There's things to like offensively moving forward that maybe he could develop into. Um, but he has a great mind. He's one of those guys that you can tell just understands the game of basketball because he's just always in the right places. And he's a really great rebounder, too. Like, really high yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah, he was a sophomore, right? Uh, I thought of him as a freshman, but he may be. He said 63 games for his career, so that might be a sophomore. Oh, then you would be right. Yeah, you'd be right. Okay. Um. So... For his career, he averaged 7.9 points, 7.7 rebounds, and 1.8 yep. assists. <laughs> so it's like... It's the rebounds. It's the rebounds. Um, yeah. And then you can really, like, clearly tell, like, what where he where he excels at and what he really is not great at. Um, mm-hmm. And then for this season, he averaged two, 10.9 points, 9.8 rebounds, <laughs> double wow. double in college yeah right. he's a really good rebounder because of athletic gifts and a 2.6 yeah. assists yeah double yeah pe- good passer mm-hmm. double, for that double size. machine yeah yeah he's you know that it these kind of guys are underrated because they're winning basketball players on the mm-hmm. right team right they're the role players the the draymond greens of the world that make your team fit and you know he's he's going to be one of those guys in the NBA that could have a long career doing it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go ahead and transition to number 22. Uh, number 22 is Kendall Brown from Baylor, six foot seven with a six foot eleven wingspan, freshman. Um, what he is great at is athletic gifts are dripping out of every pore of this guy's body i mean he's the most athletically gifted small forward in the draft and it's not even close um and you know that translates to the defensive end he really it's like he doesn't you know he's not like the next coming of scotty barnes but he's just so ridiculously athletic that he can cover any mistakes and where it's just like he's on you like it's like you can't do really do anything about it um so that's really going to be an impactful thing in the next level. And he shoots the three-point shot well enough to be a good three-point shooter in the NBA. And that's where his intrigue can lie. He could be a high-tier 3 and D player, a Mikhail Bridges type. That's kind of what he can be. Um, and you also draft him, too, because if man if develops any skill, which he does not have any skill, by the way, other than standstill threes and athletic gifts, <laughs> tech and closeouts, and, you know, defense but if he had develops yeah. anything you're you're looking at a very good player so you know this is this is a guy that can definitely have a role in the nba um so he's he's pretty pretty solid kendall brown all righty so in 34 games for his career um he averaged 9.7 points 4.9 rebounds and 1.9 assists yeah role guy role yeah. player in the nba definitely a role guy yeah yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and transition to a really, really unique guy. There's two really okay. unique guys back to back. The first one is John Butler from Florida State. Seven foot, 
tall, seven foot two wingspan. He's just an extremely unique prospect. He's extremely thin. Like he's so thin, 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 and extra thin. Um, mm-hmm. He moves so well because he's so thin laterally that he can guard one through four. He's just so thin that he can't guard through five because he's, he's even though he's seven foot. Um, he's gifted that way so he can defend at a high level um but where his intrigue is is shoots 37 percent from the three-point line like that's Uh he's a really interesting prospect because if he develops anything he can really develop into something special it's just it's just it's it's gotta be hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know what I mean? I personally would have made him go back to college to develop more skill because this is the kind of guy that could be a top five pick with his gifts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Seven foot, can shoot the lights out the three-point shot. You know what I mean? The way he moves the way he does. And, um, you know, he's he's really... He can really be a really good 3 and D guy that's got unique dimensions to him and can bring unique dimensions to your team because you can have him at the 4. Like, if four years from now, he bulks up well enough. You can have him at the 4, and you can have a seven extra 7-footer without, like, losing anything shooting-wise and defensively in movement and, like, being able to guard multiple positions. So that's mm-hmm. where he his versatility is going to be value. And... um you know, pair all that with the good three-point shooting. He really can be a good player in the NBA. He's just, you know, just gotta. He's probably gonna have to fill out a little bit more. I wouldn't be surprised if he can't get off the bench for the first year because he's just so thin. It's thinner than Chet. Yeah. Um. Interesting. So I so so as I'm looking up John Butler, and I know this is, might be a little bit unrelated. His dad might have played college basketball too because john butler probably... john butler came up as well that's but cool there's no way of knowing um just a little tidbit um so for his career only 31 games um mm-hmm. he averaged 5.9 points 3.2 rebounds and mm-hmm. 0.7 assists <laughs> yep all all upside yeah. <laughs> yep yeah he's he's he doesn't have any other skill in the stance to threes right now but you know, it, the versatility, NBA length is where things get interesting for him. Mm-hmm. All right. The next guy I have up is you're probably going to have a tough time finding his stats because he plays for the NBL, the uh, Australian League. Um, yeah, Osman but... Ding. Osman <laughs> Ding. That's a tough one. Ding? Ding. Yep. 19 like, years Luau old. Dang? Kind of, yeah. 
19 years old, six foot nine. Um, he was really having a terrible season before the rest of the way through. So he was a little bit lower, but you know, mm-hmm. what really makes him interesting is he's a good passer. He's a really, really good passer, passer really, really well. And, you know, he had, he flashes shot creation at his size and you know what I mean? And those flashes of shot creation are special when you pair that with a six foot nine frame and you pair that with a good passer. And, um, other than that, it's he's just not efficient right now, and he's very, very, very raw. This is a these two guys back to back are boomer bust. You know what I mean? This is this these guys can bust out of the league, or they can be you know high tier starters in the NBA. Um, but his he's a really interesting player. He just has to develop more. Um, but he's a pretty decent athlete he's not an amazing athlete but you pair all those things together and you can see why he's ranked where he's at mm. yeah I didn't see anything on there so no it's okay <clears throat> alright well the next one is Malachi Branham that's a tough one to spell B-R-A-N-H-A-M um, six foot five, six foot ten wingspan freshman from Ohio State, and there's two Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, the last five players, <laughs> I O. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, at the very least, you're gonna get a really good standstill shooter. He can really shoot the basketball. That's what his gifts are. Um, he flashes more than that, though. He can come off screens, yeah, all that type of stuff, and expose screens. But he does flash some shot creation ability from the mid range for himself. Um. And that's where things become interesting for him. He reminds me a lot of Contadious Caldwell Pope, but taller. Um, so uh, I, I really feel like he can be, at the very least, a role player, a bench guy in the NBA because of three-point shooting and all the uses you can have for a mid-range and all those type of things coming off screens. So in six foot five with six foot ten wingspan is the kind of dimensions of a good defender. He's not a great defender. He's not a like good defender but he call him average with potential to move forward so you know this is this is where this guy is at malachi burnham i, I mean listen he said contavious caldwell pope the first thing that popped into my mind was the game that <laughs> that kcp was just running around and following because he couldn't uh-huh. <laughs> he couldn't i was like as long as he doesn't do that it's <laughs> <laughs> funny oh that man was just he was doing suicides <laughs> he wasn't yeah. scoring nothing <laughs> um but yeah 32 ga- 32 games for his career 13.7 points 3.6 rebounds and two assists yeah yeah that's, that's pretty he was pretty a rookie of the stance. year too rookie of the year for the big 10 <laughs> pretty nice pretty nice. all right we're gonna move on to the next guy number 26 is an extremely overrated player i've seen him in the lottery <laughs> um right, overrated <laughs> Ochai Abajai, um, six foot five, <laughs> six foot ten wingspan from Kansas, senior. O- o- Ochai Abajai, it's gonna be a tough one to spell. Good luck. Um, he's a senior. Uh, you know, he's kind of similar to Malachi Branham. He's just doesn't do the mid-range things Malachi Branham does. He's just a three-point shooting guy, where he comes off ball or he shoots off. You know. 
off the catch and attacks closeouts and does a pretty decent job defending. But mm-hmm. that's just not a lottery guy. You know what I mean? And he's a senior as well. I just don't see what everybody's in love with here. I just think it's because Kansas won the national championship and he got the most people got to see him in March Madness. That's why I think he's overrated um, because of situation. So, you know, I'm not as high on him, even though, you know, because of those things. But he just doesn't do anything else other than those things. He's not, like, overly gifted athletically where I'm just going to be like, man, he's always going to be able to finish at the rim. No. He, he reminds me a lot of Wesley Matthews. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's a good player in the NBA. That's, like, a guy in the NBA, but nothing special. Not Wesley Matthews, though. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Go ahead, give me his stats if you found him. A tough name. NCAA champion. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Uh Big Twelve player of the year. Yep. Um, he's also the Big Twelve MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of accolades. Oh um, yeah. And then uh okay, so you play oh wait, 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 wait. He might be a senior. Yeah, he is. I'm getting senior. Okay, because he for his career, which is 122 games, 13.5 points, 4.4 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. But for this past season, Baller. 39 games, 18.8 points, 5.1 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. Yeah. Really good yeah. college player. Yeah. yeah. So is JJ Hopefully. Redick. <laughs> I'm so petty, I swear. Yeah, you put your petty boots on tonight. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right, to the next one we go. Um, number 27, Bryce McGowns. Six foot six, foot six foot eight wingspan. Um, you know, really good athlete. If you want to go for a boomer bust two guard in the 20 to 30 range, this is the guy you want to go for. Um, because he's a really good athlete. He operates out of pick and rolls. He makes pretty decent passes as well. And um, even though he shoots terribly percentage-wise, 25% from the three-point line, he's pulling from the volleyball line, and everything's tough shot creation. So it's a little bit of um, not really a, a real, real statistic of how well he shoots threes. But, you know, that 25% is keeping him from being in the lottery because everything else about him is a lottery player where he makes good passes, he can finish at the rim with athleticism and length, and he shoots 83% from the three-throw line, free throw line, where that gives enough credence to the idea that this guy's going to be able to shoot threes in the future. Um, he's one of those guys that either is going to be a six-man or averaging 20 to 22 points per game. It's a really wide range, and it all depends on that three-point shot. But, you know, it, he's a freshman. He's really young, so and he got a lot of volume at Nebraska. So it, it's, it's a guy worth choosing to develop. Mm-hmm. Bryce McGowan. Got you. Okay. 31 games played for his career. Mm-hmm. 16.8 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 1.4 assists. Nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
right, the next guy is the last Buckeye in this range, or even the Buckeyes. draft in general. EJ Liddell. Now that's gonna be the easiest one, easiest name you've heard in a minute. Um, yeah. Six foot seven, six foot eleven wingspan, power forward. Um, if this guy was two inches taller, this would be a lottery pick. Um, he's about two hundred forty pounds. He is built like kind of like PJ Tucker, but taller. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of the size and the frame. Really thick legs. Um, he has the ability to post, but you know, there's nothing to get excited about. But what he really does well is he shoots the three-point shot really well. It's somewhere from like 35, 36, 37% or something like that. Um, but what he does really well is, you know, he has a really good job of mid-range and just being a shot creator for himself. He has a lot of footwork and a lot of moves. And this guy is a guy that really is intriguing to me, where if I needed another guy that could put up 10 to 12 points per game in about two years, this would be at the power four position. I would think about him in this range because I don't think he's going to be able to really defend really well. And, you know, his height is why he's not super high, but he has real skill, real skill. So, you know, I'm a real big height believer. I believe in height to an extreme extent, but I six foot seven's enough at the power force, just enough if you have um, skill, but he also isn't a great athlete vertically or quickness wise. So that's why, even though he has a lot of skill, that's why I'm not super high on him. And he's usually drafted around this range as well. So I think most people see uh, what he is. So yeah, EJ Mm. Liddell at 28. Okay. So he's a junior. Um, Four square. He played 92 games. Um, an average 14.1 point, 6.1 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. And mm-hmm. then last season, 32 games, 19.4 points, 7.9 rebounds, and 2.5 assists. No. Yeah. no a, he's a really good college player. No. Yeah. Yeah. That six foot seven power forward scares the poo out of me because you rarely hear about them working on the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and. What? I said, but we ride with him because OH. <laughs> I O. <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm going to go ahead and um, transition to number 29. We've got two more guys. Um, number 29 is Harrison Ingram, six foot seven, seven foot wingspan from Stanford. He's a freshman. Um, best passing small forward in the draft. Really gifted passer. Um, almost point guard ish, point forward. Even as a good compare, good description of this guy. Um, if he had more athletic gifts, he'd be kind of similar to Scotty Barnes in the sense of how they play. Um, you know, he's a slow guy. He understands that he's slow. You'll see him do a lot of pump fakes at the rim. You'll see him play slow and fundamental and have high basketball IQ. Um, he is running pick and rolls at Stanford, which is really good. It's a good indicator of guy being skilled and a guy being a high basketball IQ guy. He shoots 31% from the three-point line, which is not amazing, but it's also not trash. So, you know, there's some guys in this draft that shoot like 10% and will probably get drafted. So, you know, n- not taking a shot at Patrick Baldwin or something like that. Um, and, uh, <laughs> um, or Marion Buchamp. Um, so, yeah, this guy really 
he's a system fit. If he gets drafted, the Spurs have a pick in this range. This is a spur. This is a, uh, this is a Kyle Anderson type, where this guy six foot seven. I'm slow as all get it out, but when we get in the half court, if we actually make passes, then my value is there. If you put him the Golden State Warriors, really good scheme fit. If you put him in, oh, I don't know, the Washington Wizards where they don't move the ball, he's a terrible fit, and he'll be out of the league in two years. So, like, scheme fit really matters for a guy like this. I don't know why I just took a shot at the Wizards, but eh, they don't really move the ball that much. They got a bunch of guys who want to get take up, put up shots there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a guy that's going to really depend on the situation. But in, on a winning team that passes the basketball, he's a really good fit. So, you know, I would put Harrison Ingram here at 29. I feel like a team, if he goes to the right team, he'll be in the league for a while. And if he doesn't, uh, he'll be one of those, oh, my gosh, that guy was in the NBA draft. He was in the league for a little bit. Oh, my gosh, who knew? One of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Depends on where he goes. All right. Next man up, and the last man up is uh, Mr. Jaden Hardy. Uh, A lot of people. So, this guy was originally a top five pick preseason. And people are so connected to him and so, like, wanting him to be the guy because you thought he was going to be something coming out of high school that they're forcing him into, like, the 20s or the lottery and stuff like that in mock drafts. And I just think it's ridiculous. Um, but six foot four, played in the G League, so that's probably why it's going to be tough for you to find stats. Um, every shot for him is a tough shot. Every everything is a tough shot. He's not a great passer. Um, he shoots thirty percent from the three point line and about seventy seven percent seventy percent from the three throwing line. Um, where things become scary and what I think people are not noticing is people. So they're thinking, okay, this guy's a really good shot creator for himself coming into the draft. Oh, his negatives are inefficiency. That's what we've really got to worry about here. That that's really the negative. No, that's not the only negative. It's, it's a really short list of six foot four guys that are really great in the NBA that are not above average athletes. And I do not view him as anything above, above average or just average. So that's where, cause he's six foot four, two guard. That's really small, really, really, really small. That's size of most point guards. Steph Curry's around the same height. Now. Yeah, it's, it's small, really small. So, paired with the inefficiencies is why I'm like, mm, he's a boomer bust kind of guy. Honestly, he reminds me a lot of one player in particular, Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is a very, you, you can assume Austin Rivers type of guy from this guy where Austin Rivers is not a great athlete. So he, you know, but he's a tough shot creator and is more efficient as he played in the NBA, but you know, he never did anything special but he had his role off the bench and that's where this guy can fit in mm-hmm. yeah that's Dayton Hardy <clears throat> yeah Dayton Hardy. okay yeah. so I just have a couple quick questions since we've finished yeah. the big board yes what is your criteria and what do you think the trend is of this NBA draft. The trend of this NBA draft? Yeah. 
This is... Are we trending more toward passers, shooters, guards? Is it really guard-heavy? Is there a lot of skilled bigs? What are, what are we looking at? What, are, what, are, what can we expect? I'll say generational top-tier power forward draft. Or generational power forward draft in depth and top tier talent and like quantity. Now it's not mm-hmm. like there's a Zion Williams. It's not like there's a Blake Griffin. It's not like there's a Kevin Garnett or a Tim Duncan in this class. But there's just so many guys. Like the three of the top five guys on my ranking are all power forwards. Then I got yeah. Jeremy Sean, who's a power forward. You know what I mean? Like it's a deep list of power forwards where the top tier guys are special. Um, and I would say, other than that, this is the role player draft. Whatever your needs are, there is a guy on this draft board that can do this. Because even though I did this big board, the guy at 30 is not that big of a difference between the guy at 45. Like, I, I've done my, in my mock draft, there's a guy around ranked, I have 45. That got drafted yeah. 28th in my mock draft because the team at that spot needed a guy like that. It's one of those drafts where it's it's... It's not like they're everybody's amazing, but if you need X, there is X. You need shot blockers, plenty of them. You need guys who can defend. There's not like a gazillion of them, but there is some of them that are high quality that aren't terrible in offense where they're undraftable, where they at least can shoot a three-point shot, like a guy like Leaky Black from North Carolina, really good defender, wing defender. He might be ranked around... 40 to 50 on my big board but he might go at the end of the first round because a team might need a 3 and D wing you know what I mean like it's one of those drafts where it's really deep there's going to be a lot of second rounders to have more than five year careers in the NBA just because a lot of them can do roles this is a role player draft outside of the top 20 top 20 everybody else is a role guy that that's I, I that's way I view this draft. There's just so many, and two guards are like ridiculously deep three point shooters. I mean, it's insane. There's like a carry on Ellis from Alabama who can sit sit hit standstill three point shots, and I think he's ranked around fifty nine to sixty two in my big board. Yeah, like it's it's one of those drafts where a lot of three point shooting two guards that all. Are do other things and maybe might be shot creators. It's 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 one of those. It's a really deep two guard draft without any overwhelming top tier talent, unless you consider Jaden Ivy a top tier talent. So that's that's the way I view this draft. Wow, extremely poor point guard draft though. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to say thanks you, Jason, for taking your time out and really getting that together. Yes, sir. Um, definitely learned a lot. Um, I'm so stoked about, you know, seeing the mock draft where you have truly have everybody going. Yes, all the way it's going to be fun. Stay t- <laughs> definitely going to be fun. Stay tuned for that, guys. That's coming up soon. We should be dropping all this around the time of the draft. Um, yeah. Not the time of the draft, but the same day as the draft. So look mm-hmm. out for all this on Thursday. Um, coming to you. Um, is there Live anything on else location. You uh no yeah thank thank you guys for listening uh you know we really appreciate any new listeners anybody that's coming from tiktok or any of the platforms that we're posting stuff on you guys decided to join the right on the podcast 
really excited about that thank you for joining us we really you know we're looking for more five-star reviews we're really trying to have engagement we're really trying to you know let everybody else know how great you guys love you guys love the podcast so if you have a friend you tell that friend hey dum dum listen to the basketball addicts podcast they're we gotta we gotta watch, listen to us with us um you know i you subscribe and all those type of things and it really helps us everything helps us grow and that's what we want to do when to grow and make this a build big community where everybody can talk basketball and all those type of things and debate about how lebron james is better than michael jordan um of course so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we're gonna have a lot of creative stuff in the off season too um a lot of creative ideas last year we did some stuff like fantasy drafts all-time drafts we did all-time bracket what if greatest team had all these players like yeah. bill russell larry burr versus kareem magic and kobe and like we really always have some unique ideas so definitely tune in Alrighty, so that seems like a great place to just cut it we're gonna end it there so i'm chris muhammad i'm jason collins and we are the basketball addicts peace ouch